Hey everyone, and welcome to a show that has been critically acclaimed by iHeartRadio, Anchor FM, and George W. Bush's second cousin, Matt. This is Logan versus Kenny. I'm Logan Kraft. And I'm Campfire Kenny. What's up, Logan? Well, Kenny, how are you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm probably three deep, maybe four, chilling, you know, after a long day. It is what it is. We've got to work to support our show. <laughs> the show's definitely not supporting us. <laughs> it's like one of those load-zoned bridges, and we're just <laughs> one pound overweight. And it's like you got to go back up a mountain to turn around. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you got some good business today, though. Yeah, we did. Thank God. That's a it's a blessing. And uh, I'm sure your day was as wonderful as working for any city. Well, Kenny, let me tell you, I'm tired. I am sick and fucking tired of ignorant motherfuckers on the workplace. <laughs> That's what I'm tired of. Have you ever had a three-hour job that took two days? Because let me tell you, I have had exactly that. Now, I want to preface this with, I didn't fuck it up. Now, if you don't work in any kind of utility company, district, etc., I work for the city. I handle the wells, the water. I am the well operator. There is like a strange, I don't want to say in the background, underground, something like that. But for some reason, there is just an intense hatred between utility workers. So water workers hate electrical people, and then the electrical people hate the fiber optic people, and the fiber optic people hate everybody. And Exactly. Yes, it's kind of like Pokemon when you put a water type against an electric type and all that and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we were fixing a pump at one of our wells, and we had these electrical guys just mosey on up, and they must have went to the store and had it on sale because they had just fucking audacity coming out of their pockets. And they said, we're about to put in a power pole right there, like right by my well. And they right by the water tower, actually. And we just said, the fuck you is. Okay. They said, we don't need it located right now, but we're going to put a stake where we're going to put this pole. And we said, are you going to put that pole exactly where you put that stake? And they said, yeah. So we go over there and we mark where the water lines is. They put that stake right by two water meters. Oh, you and, and And one of our main lines. <laughs> Where he put the stake was actually all right. Well, come the next day, I'm across town with everybody, and we've dug up half of, like, the whole street is dug up. We're actually about halfway through putting in a new sewer line at this point. I get a call, because everybody calls me, naturally. And they go, hey, there's a leak over by the water tower. The swept go the, the swept co guy just called me. Oh, great, they fucked up. So I get in a truck with one of the guys I work with, and we go over there. And I'm expecting that at most they hit that water tap, which the meter, it's all, oh, well. It's a little three-quarter line. Who cares? That's easy to fix. We get over there, and there is water raining from the sky like Noah's flood is about to come <laughs> down. There is The entire road is washed out. There's a river going down Highway 80. And the Swepco guys, they're all just standing over there like, yep, we fucked up. It's like 
mean, you're going to be on the news. We pull up, me and this, me and the guy I work with, we pull up, and I just look at these people with pure hatred in my eyes. We have to go turn the water off and whatever. And by the time the water's gone, the road has been washed away. There's a like five foot in diameter hole where they hit the damn water line because it just washed everything out. <laughs> they hit an eight inch water main right by my water tower. <laughs> they had an auger. For everybody that, is, that doesn't know what an auger is, it's just the big thing that you see. It's a giant drill that fucking goes down, and people usually set posts and stuff, fence posts and stuff with it. They have a giant one because they're putting in telephone poles. The Just the tip of their bit on the end of that auger caught the water line and ripped the top of it off. And so is that a uh, – so is that – that's not – Pete. that's what – what is that – Material is it? Oh, the water line is iron? no. Yeah, line uh, that that line was made out of PVC. Okay, fixed, but they just now made, really made a bad mistake. They they flooded two houses in the process of it, and <laughs> we're not to that part of the story yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my yesterday and today. <laughs> we get over there, and I'm just staring these people down because not only. Zoo, these people also appear to have went to the store and bought Audacity in bulk. They decided that they were going to give me the look of, do I look like I give a fuck? You told me that you were going to drill right where you put that stake. Why are you about a foot in front of where you put that stake? That is my question. I have to go belly button deep in mud, cut out the broken part of the water line, Put in a replacement, you know, patch it up, put two dressers on it. And if you don't know, an 8-inch dresser for a water line, if you get what we get, a Quantum, they're about $600 each, 800, yes. 600 800 somewhere in there. If they would have hit my 24-inch line, I would have quit on the spot. I, I, <laughs> look, right. that, that is not a fun fix. That is an all-nighter, all-dayer, all-nighter again. I'm belly button deep in mud. We're putting this damn pipe back together. And a guy from the house comes over there and he starts yelling at me and my one of my fr uh, people I work with. You can't make this shit up. And he goes, you flooded my house. He said, y'all or you, it was one of the two, flooded my house. This is why I'm a smart ass to the bitter end. Right. Be because I responded with, now realistically, I didn't flood your house. The Swepco people hit the water line, and it just happens to be our water line that flooded your house. Now, if Swepco wouldn't have fucked up, we wouldn't have flooded your house. Right? That's great. I love it. <laughs> to which this man goes, I really wanted this light pole here. He thought it was a light pole. But I didn't, but, and what did he say? He said something like, I really wanted this light pole here, but God damn, did you have to fucking flood my house? And I said, does it look like I want to be in this hole fixing this water line right now? I have shit to do. <laughs> like, right. Anyway, it turns out we not only flooded his house, we flooded another house. Now they're angry. They're calling the news, blah, blah, blah. The road, the road was completely washed away. That's how bad the water was. It washed the road away. So 
today was an easy three-hour job that took all day long because people are lazy. That is why I volunteer to do all the driving because they want to stop and talk to people. They want to stop and take a piss break every five seconds. And no, it is point A, point B till a job is done and you get it done. Now I have to go back tomorrow and re-asphalt that road again. <laughs> Sounds like you've had a really good day. Two days and then to come some, I guess. some. Um, yeah. Uh, um. You know what happens? You went on, you went out of town and then all of a sudden this is what happens to you. You know, you can't, you can't enjoy your time away. No. And then all of a sudden when you come back, it's even harder than you had before. And that's, that is something that I actually have learned is if I leave for any foreseen portion of time, I either come back to a stack of stuff to do or something just absolutely unnecessarily large happens project wise. For sure. Happened to me all the time. Most definitely. I couldn't I couldn't take a day off. They would never go do my I, I had I did five accounts for a business and uh, major accounts where they, they ran a million dollars a month through their body shops. And I did two of them and one that did eight hundred thousand and another did eight hundred thousand. And I did 20, 25 jobs every day, sometimes 40 jobs in a day. And it was just no communication. Nobody did anything and nobody gives a shit about you. You just, I mean, it's just, they don't care. I wouldn't, I mean, it'd be tough for me to even go back. Hey, when people even just like did what, did what they did to you. Hey man, you flooded my house. Just like the man down the street when my tree fell down. He said, yeah. I don't have power because I don't have power because uh, why? your tree is on my, on that line. I would, I, but I didn't cut the tree down. So why is it my fault? Why did you build your house in a hole? <laughs> You don't know how many people in this town we have that complain because every time it rains, they get water flooding their house. Who thought it was a good idea to build your house in a bowl? Yes. Build a foundation. Get above the road. <laughs> like, if you can look at the bottom of your house and it right. is three foot lower than the roads around it, you, sir, are what we like to call... A fucking idiot. Yes. My dad, I built two houses with my dad, and the one in Cloverleaf and the one in uh, out here in Huffman. And on the road we lived in on Bonham, it flooded the end of that street all the time. Because the, we were in the middle of the southern, we were in the middle of the community, and all the water ran to these two big-ass drains that they had down there. Then they weren't big at all, Logan. They were really small drains where they ran to run out to go to, to another ditch to go to. I mean, you'd get flooded no matter what, dude. If it rained for 15 minutes really hard, dude, we were the, our road was flooded. Now, you didn't get, might not get in your house, but my neighbor, he, he made money back in the day because his house flooded. Because it flooded like seven times or eight times after he built it because he was in a hole. My dad built his house like six to eight inches above the road. Because he knew they were going to raise the road. And every time they raised the road, they didn't dig the ditches out. Yeah. And the, it flooded. Same thing here, man. We built a house over here in the back. Man, when Hurricane Harvey came and where I'm at right now, we built our house above the road. Not in a hole. Let's change the topic real fast because I do have a beautiful rant session that I want to get out of the way. We are once again addressing the Bigfoot community. Oh, shit, here we go. 
I was so, going to save this for later in the show, but I have a story that I think is way better that I want to put later in the show. I went on a trip this weekend, once again, to Oklahoma to band camp. I'm not saying anything negative about the trip. It was cold as hell one night. Uh, there was a skunk that I shot its tail in half that kept invading camp. Uh, there, there's just a bunch of random stuff, you know. But I've noticed a trend within Bigfooters lately. And I'm sure that a lot of them are going to be butt hurt by the time I get done saying this. Bigfooters, especially Bigfooting groups, are very keen on claiming areas, giving them bullshit names, which mean absolutely nothing, and then acting all high and mighty and acting like they own the land that they claim to, you know, call their own. Right. Examples are Bison, Area X... Bandcamp is one. Just in general, Sam Houston. Well, there's certain parts like Purgatory or Monkey Pond. You know, um, what's the other one that everybody goes to that I think is normally Stubblefield. Stubblefield. Uh, Stubblefield. I, I I was not impressed by Stubblefield, but I only been once or twice, so I might go back a third time and be like, ah. But once again, I'm not somebody that wants to stay in camp. Something that has gradually begun to piss me off is people claiming areas. Now, Bandcamp is a group area. I am going to admit that I am a part of this group. Therefore, what I'm about to say is very hypocritical, and I understand that. And I'm also shaming myself for falling into the uh, statistics here. But nobody gives a fuck about your area. I want that to be first and foremost. Uh, 90% of what you call an area is fucking bullshit. It's just a spot on a map. Now, Getting pissed off at somebody for going to your area, whether it's on purpose or on accident, if it's private land, I understand it. If it's private land and you own it, I really understand it. However, if little old Johnny decides to drive down the road and he stops somewhere and somebody that claims to be in charge or a member of a group that is in charge of this area shows up and gets pissy, the first thing I want everybody to do is I want you to take your fucking foot, gauge what size shoe you wear, and then see if you can shove it up that person's asshole and tell me how long it took you to do it. I was told a while ago that there's a certain area that belongs to somebody because they looked at it on a map, pointed at it, and said it was theirs. They had never been to that area. They had never done any research they, if you want to even call it research, they had never done any of the footwork in that area. They pointed at it on a map and said, this is ours. Stay off of it without, unless you have our permission. I would like to formally announce that I now own New Zealand, Australia, and half of Colombia. I pointed at it on a map. Therefore, it is mine now. Beaverhook Productions now owns those countries. You claimed it. I also want to be the first person to say that I own Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. Every Bigfooter, if you could please move to somewhere else, maybe Kansas. I hear it's nice about this time of year. If y'all could move to Kansas, because you're in my area. I just want you to know right now, like downtown Tulsa, that's my area now. So I need you to leave. Uh, everybody that lives around Houston, Huffman, you know, Kenny, I'm sorry, but y'all, y'all got to go to Kansas. I can't have y'all in my area. Hey, hey, baby, I got you. I'm there. I mean, I've never set foot in Huffman, but you know, it's, it's my area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
I know. I understand a billion percent. I want to know where people get the idea that they can come into a spot that is public land. Hell, half of them are fucking parks where kids play. They walk five foot into the wood line and find a fucking track and go, oh my gosh. I like the idea of naming things ironically because I don't like people being super serious. Kenny, we both know somebody whose pet peeve is naming locations. Most definitely. They would name a rock in in one spot. Uh, and, and a tree. I will name a spot just to piss that person off because I find it <laughs> hilarious. I agree. But I'm doing it because I find it funny. Yes. Now, there are people out there that will legitimately have a fucking bitch fit if you either call the area the wrong name or give it a different name. Right. That's it's it, so petty. And this isn't like a big deal. This is just something that has been on my nerves for a while because... If somebody's going to go out there and do the fucking footwork, they're going to go out there and put their health on the fucking line because, you know, it's fucking copperhead season, as all of us East Texans are saying right now. Oh, yeah. We should be the ones getting the credit for these quote unquote areas. I mean, I, I, I'm i really I'm not on the fence about I, I hate the area thing. I, I, I really do. I mean, I think it's the fucking dumbest fucking shit I have ever heard in my entire life. Honest with you. And I'm a, just a camp. I'm just a campsite guy. It you know adds. I don't go. I don't research nothing. And I think it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. It adds to segregation. I, I, I want to use the word segregation. segregation. <laughs> I want to use the word segregation. <laughs> but it adds to the. It, it adds to this. Uh, I guess it's segregation in the community because you get these groups formed. You get these people in these groups, and they're just die hard. I am this, or you are this. We don't like them fuckers in this. You know, if they set I, foot I, on I, I, something, you know, enter bullshit name here. Right. They fucking flip a lid, and flip, then they just blow flip a up. Lid. Flip a fucking lid. Yeah, next place I, 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 I can't even say ironically. Ironically. Next place I name is going to be called Flip a Lid just for that. Flip a Lid. <laughs> right. But, but that's be like your pen. Like if you went there before, if you're driving along, like you said before, if you're driving along and you see a road, Logan gets in his car and he takes off on a, a Friday morning. He don't have nothing to fucking do. He don't have to be back until Sunday morning. Got his tent, got his shit. And he gets on the map and he looks and he goes somewhere. It doesn't matter if he's if he goes somewhere that he can be shamed. But he, he doesn't he doesn't feel that that's his spot. You know what I'm saying? He just went to a spot and he found no, something. Guess what he's going to do? He's going to go back there. It's it's kind of like the Sierra Club. You know what I'm saying? How they are. You know, we I've been on the trails before in Sam Houston where the Sierra Club, you know, they've held, they've had some cash, cash, you know, shit around and like some logs and some other shit. And we burned all their shit up. Then yeah. they came and like, hey, what would y'all do with all that stuff? We uh, we burned it. Well, that was our stuff. Uh, Well, you weren't here. So I didn't know. I have no fucking clue. This road was open. I camped at this fucking spot where they said I could camp. There's no pay guy. There's no nothing. It was right over there, kind of close to what do you call it? You know, I don't know. You don't own the woods. Exactly. You don't own the woods. Somebody and, else doesn't. And until you own the woods, I mean, unless you're doing something like a, a you're doing a, a three month deal where you say, hey, man, we're going to be in this area for three months. We're going to have somebody camping. We're going to be in this certain area. Doing some doing some serious research for three months. 
and they're really doing research. That's fine, whatever. But it ain't yours still. I can go back and do more research. You can't just take it over. You know, if you don't want me in the club, then why? Then I, I don't even want to be in your club. And the only the only exception to that is private land. Yes, private land. That's it. Because I'm sorry, if it is public land, if it is WMA land, if it is anything like that, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to say it one time. I'm going to say it for every single Bigfooter that is agreeing with me. We want to wish you the largest fuck you that we can possibly <laughs> muster and send you in the mail. Because I'm going to walk on your land. Oh, I look at me. I'm already saying on your land. I'm going to walk yep, on the public fine. land that you claim. I'm going to piss my name into the dirt and fucking light it on fire. Exactly. And hey, probably man. get arrested. Well, probably not because there won't be nobody out there then. I mean, you'll be going when you know what to It's just dumb to me. We can't go to, if I can't go to Kelly's Pond because Logan went there and that's his spot and I can't never go to Kelly's Pond or I can't go over here, you know, close by my. I mean, you could actually set up at the road and uh, because that's public land and then kind of like shoot cameras and lights into my property because there's been a sighting in this area. Yeah. Well, that's like you can claim that road right there. So so you're going to you're going to claim inland. I'm on Lazy Pine. Just make sure you get the right address, though. I claimed all of Texas, all of Arkansas, all of Oklahoma, New Zealand, Australia, and half of Columbia. That is mine now. Everyone in those areas needs to vacate because Logie is calling at home. I'm calling you out. Get the fuck out. That is the mentality of these fucking idiots. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care about your area because even my own areas, 90% of the time I'm sitting here going, this place fucking sucks. There ain't shit. Right. I mean, I've been to a bunch of them, and I, I mean, I've been to Lance Rosier where, you know, a lot of, uh, uh, like Jerry Hessen, he's been out there and he's been in that area a few bunch of times, you know, he's, he's done some research and he says, you got to go in there and hike out, hike in and out. And Jerry Hessen never came and said, Hey man, what are y'all doing in my area? You know what I'm saying? We just talked, I just talked to him on Saturday. He didn't say none of that. You know, like, what are you doing in my area? He's he's saying that, yes, if you go in that area, there's a possibility if you hike in, you're going to find some evidence. It's kind of like Boggy Creek. A lot of them ain't going over there going saying, hey, man, y'all can't come over here. It's Boggy Creek. What's up? What are y'all doing over here? You you can't research here. No, you should. Everybody should be able to go to research in whatever area they want to go in as long as you're not there that weekend. At the end of the day, the goal is. Now, I say this is the goal. I can go on a completely different topic. <laughs> We're not going in that direction. <laughs> the goal is to prove that Bigfoot is real. That is the end goal. However, I'm going to try to not go into the topic. All these fucking idiots want to sit here and bicker and fight, and they won't fucking stand up and tell hoaxers the fuck off. And they only want to make fucking friends at this point. They don't give a fuck about Bigfoot. You cannot convince me any other way. These people do I, not give a shit they don't care. They don't about care. Bigfoot. You know, I don't care about it. You know how I feel. Me and you, we already and you're this. you're straight up about it. You will straight yeah. up say, "I don't give a fuck about Bigfoot." Isn't real, Kenny? Yeah, I've been out to in the be, woods. I mean, I've been told a bunch of time. times already. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I saw that one night. But I'm going to tell you right now, Bigfoot ain't real because I ain't seen it again. Man, I probably like a, saw an escaped convict that wanted to fucking kill me and was just like, eh, fuck it. He's too white. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely don't have a clue about seeing it. But, you know, it, it's still my story, whatever. But I really don't care. 
I really don't give a shit. If you're out there doing that, you know, God's watching. So you're you're doing it to yourself. I, I'm I'm like I like our get togethers and do our things like that. And if you want to go research, you definitely don't want to go with a bunch of these motherfuckers because that's not a that's not a that's not how you research. You know, research is going during the daytime and walking the trails and seeing it and being there the whole time and keep going back and every minute and, and, you know, setting up cameras and, and taking charts and having stuff like that, not fucking putting it all on video and then say, you know, I think about a look at it later. Yeah. It's not, that's uh, not researching. I mean, you ain't, how do, how do you stop a leak? How do I put a windshield in? Cause we did some motherfucking research over a time. You know, we ain't just half-assing it, so, but you can't half-ass this either. You know, like me and Ann, we talk all the time about it. And if you're not if you're not really going there to get it done, then don't claim to be a researcher and don't bitch about where you're, wh- what you're doing and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not researching. If you're sitting in your car, besides with, with some of the people that have their setups or whatever, you know, and, th- and th- that's your mobile or whatever, and you're doing that. But if you're sitting in your car with a digital recorder on a tree 25 yards from you and sitting there for 30, 40 minutes to an hour and thinking that you're doing research and going back and listening to some audio, you're not doing nothing. No, you're not you're doing nothing. You didn't I, even know what's even fucking five miles from you. You don't know. And one of the few exceptions, like you said, with the vehicle thing, I want this name to catch on. I want Michael Waldy's Suburban to start getting to call the Oklahoma Stampede because I know he'll just absolutely love it. <laughs> Oklahoma but, Stampede, cool. But that vehicle is an exception to the rule. It is mounted out with all the gear necessary to do research at an accelerated mobile rate. He can off-road. He went with us on this trip this weekend And he drove that fucker off-road in places where I was like, I don't know if he'll be able to get through that. And he did. Damn! (laughs) That vehicle is an exception to that rule because he can go anywhere he wants, almost anywhere, as long as he has the clearance because it's pretty tall. He has that thermal setup. He has the light bar setup. He has all of that set up. That is an exception to that rule. Now, if he goes out and he sits there in one spot all night, I'm going to be like, eh, you know, unless he's getting activity right there in that one spot. Right. I'm going to say, yeah, move around some, you know? That's cool. I like the o- Oklahoma stampede. That's good. I like that. But also, something that also, has been a, uh, a troubling thing for me in the Bigfoot community, I've never been able to find out where one is or who's in one. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, Kenny, but I was told a long time ago that there are groups of people that go out, once again, air quotes, Bigfooting. However, Bigfooting, in air quotes, is actually code word or code speak for them going out camping and swinging. I've heard of that before, too. Kenny, where are these swinging Bigfoot clubs I don't know. Because there needs to be a Logan versus everyone episode about the underground Bigfoot swing clubs. I want to infiltrate and research how they work for okay. science, Kenny, purely for science. Okay. And so I'll go back. You'll, I'll go back to one of your points where we were talking about we need to research it and you need to find it. And then that's what you need to do. 
But I feel like it's one of those where you have to know a person that knows a person that knows somebody's ex that knows somebody that one time ate a Cheerio off of a floorboard in a Volkswagen Beetle in 1992. Because I've heard so much about these, but I've never been able to find out who or where or anything about them. I am just fascinated with the fact that people would rather go out into the woods and have a swinging party in a tent. In a fucking tent, Kenny. <laughs> I know. T- Kenny. I know. A tuna can. It probably smells like a tuna can, tuna can. <laughs> by the time they get done. No shit. Right. If they did it in the winter, there would be steam coming out of coming the Coming out of the tent, yes. It would be all the tent. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most Condensation. Definitely. Hey, man. There's 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 certain way you need to go to Instagram or something. There's some way somewhere you can find that out for sure. Imagine though. Imagine. I, I can't people. imagine because I'm married. And if I say anything on this, you just put me in the wrong area right here. Because oh, my wife would. The only thing she'd be swinging would be her fucking fist. They're in the <laughs> middle of their big footing activities. Yeah, but it just no, it's not gonna happen. When an actual Bigfoot comes up. Fully erect. <laughs> is he allowed to join in the fun? Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure that there's somebody that would be smiling. These people have found Bigfoot. He is ready and willing to participate. He has brought his own K and Y. He is just so ready to have fun. But for them to prove that Bigfoot is real... They have to address the fact that they were out there to just absolutely fuck the shit out of everybody in that area. It would be on it. <laughs> Local sex club finds Bigfoot. There's a $2 million bounty that is now being awarded to your local Bigfoot swinger organization. Yes, and if y'all, y'all sign up today, we'll get right back with you. Now talking about swinging. <laughs> We haven't done a show in a while, Kenny, and I have. I know, a, I know. I have a few good stories that have happened. What it? It's been. A, it's been a little bit for sure. That's for sure. But before I share this story, do you have any stories that you would like to share? <laughs> and I'm crying right now. <laughs> no, I'll, only thing I will say is this about your rant is that it's true. You know, man, I, we, I don't even need to know what you're researching. All I need to know is where you're at, when you're doing it. Can you not? Act? You know, we all we all own the land. Uh, don't segregate us. That's for sure. We will we will not be denied. And anyway, I don't really give a fuck because I'm going to be at the campfire. And if you want to eat, motherfucker, you better be my friend. That's all I got. Because <laughs> if not, you ain't going to get no motherfucking food. And I will promise that you won't fall in the fire. And I promise there will always be a fire. But, yeah, uh, stories. Uh, yeah, we went to Craig's uh, 60th birthday. 60 plus one birthday party this past weekend and went seeing Godzilla versus uh, Kong or Kong versus Godzilla, whichever way it was. It was pretty cool. We had a good time and got to see Tanya. So it was great. And uh, besides that, work sucks and I wasn't working. And then now I'm working and I can't wait to go to the beach. I can't wait to do that. It's going to be a fun time. So The beach is going to be a great time, Kenny. Great time, I know. We're we are going to make it a great time. We're gonna make. Oh yeah, we're gonna get it done. That's for sure. We're just kind of preparing for 
that and your your birthday weekend and uh we have a deal this weekend i get to eat some more seafood this weekend and be close to the water so it'd be cool we've been going a couple of times so it's i think we've went now this will be our fifth time we went down to the from Kima to the to the beach so that's good rubbing it in my face well it's yeah it's really great therapy so anytime you can get a chance motherfucker to move down here it's it's fuck the woods you won't have to worry ever fucking again me moving from here is getting closer every single day because I'm tired of bullshit. I bet. I will give up Bigfoot just to move down by y'all. I'll, I will make that a fucking promise. If I could find a job down there that was worth a shit, <laughs> I you would be down there. Good, man. I could maybe I can get on get you on with Humble City. We're kind of close to where. Uh, I used to work up. It's not very far from my house, but yeah, it's a there's a little there's a place. I mean, it'd be tough to get on at the beginning, but you have some knowledge. So they like you're a dummy and they're a little good little town. But yeah, hell yeah. Fuck, man. I would rather every day I'd rather get I'd rather be at the beach than being. I mean, I love the woods. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love to go camping. It's fun and everything. But every time that we go, it's always like the worst time. And it's like, it's the cold time. Oh, we're going to go in October and it's going to be, we're going to go in March. And it's like, but I'm going to be cold. <laughs> so, yeah. And at my age, I don't give a, I mean, other people, I don't, like I said, my opinion does not reflect anybody that lives in my house or lives that I know or anything. That's just my motherfucking opinion. Sleep on the floor, sleep on the cot, <laughs> sleep on something. No, no, no. I want room service. You know, I want some. <laughs> I want to be laid up in a nice bed and then I can go back to the tent, and pretend I come out and be like, Hey man, I feel great today. I'll cook all the food. I can drive <laughs> from a fucking Airbnb and cook all y'all's food and still stay around all night long and sleep in the chair. Probably be even better, but not to haul all the camping shit every time. Fuck that. Mm-mm. That was a tough, I, I still, uh-uh. I still have nightmares about that shit. You said nightmares. <gasps> I was almost a part of a nightmare. My own personal nightmare. Me and Corey went to a place over here by van called CNC Break Room. It's basically a bar. It's a huge bar because it's like 90% pool tables, 10% bar. We go in and we just happened to be sitting by somebody who was at my friend's wedding. And that's how we met was through the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Well, her and her mother-in-law and one of her friends were there. We're sitting there, we're talking and whatever. It's just me and Corey. Keep in mind, Corey has just at this point gotten himself a lady friend who is trying to steal him away from me, and I cannot have that. Anyway, not the lady that we had met at the wedding, but her mother-in-law and her other friend proceed to come over and start talking to me and Corey. Now, if you have seen Corey... You know that his he has a glorious beard. He is all that is man with his beard. I have a beard, but it is not as glorious as Corey's. I have never been demasculated so fast as I was by someone calling me short beard. Because they called him full beard, and they called me short beard. I made it known relatively fast that... I don't like the word short beard. They then changed it to cute beard. That was even worse. I hate cute. Then they changed it to half beard. 
So now I'm not even full beard. I am just half beard. So the night keeps going on. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody's drinking, etc., etc. Mother-in-law is talking to Corey. The other one is talking to me. It gets to a point where mother-in-law is now wanting to take Corey home. To which Corey's sitting there looking at me like, you got to do something. I'm a changed man. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I don't know, man. She's kind of on you. Like, she's over there and she's teaching Corey how to pull her hair. And she's teaching him how to do this and this and this and whatever. And they're sitting there and they start trying to teach me how to pull hair and whatnot. And I'm sitting here like, you're talking to the guy that got offered a porn contract. <laughs> I will break you. <laughs> Then, <laughs> no, 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 Kenny, it gets better. It gets better. I'm going slow on purpose because I'm still processing this shit three weeks later. <laughs> it's bad. Now, mother-in-law goes over there and Corey's like, fuck it. I'm going to try a pickup line on her and see if it works. And I'm like, oh, God, no, Corey. Because at this point, we've tequila, fucking whiskey, God knows what else. What kind of pickup line for I don't know what he said. <laughs> But he whispered it in her ear, and she just fucking melted. <coughs> I turn around, and I start talking to the other chick. All right? I turn back around, and Corey and mother-in-law are over there just making out like a motherfucker. <laughs> We're in the middle of a bar. There are bikers everywhere looking at us, and I'm just sitting here like, all right, I guess the bikers are just, like, having a show. Then I hear something come up about chest hair. And it's at this point in time that mother-in-law and the other chick now have their hands up my shirt in the bar. And they're sitting there rubbing my chest. I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? Because this is like, there are too many people staring at this point for me to be right. like, oh, this is cool. Now keep in mind, these are women that actually look really, really good. Okay. Oh, I got you. I'm sitting there trying to mind my own damn business with these women rubbing up on me. When all of a sudden, from both sides, both of them go from my neck to my ear with their tongue. I don't know if you've ever had that experience, Kenny. No, but I it changes. Never. It changes a man. I did not know what to do from that point on because I was like, holy shit. And I look across the bar and I have six people staring at me right now. <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, what in the fuck is going on? Corey's over there. I turn around after that, and she's in mother-in-law and Corey are making out again. This other one, me and her eventually, we start making out. You know, we're at this point, I'm just, fuck it. We're going to fuck on the bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the night goes on on. This shit keeps going on. It, it just, we're getting lessons on how to choke people, how to pull hair, all in the public eye. It's beautiful. I'm cementing my legacy as just a great human being. When I am told by the other chick, now I want I want to go back a second. The lady that we knew grabbed her mother-in-law and left. She said, I gotta get her out of here before she does something stupid, and they left. But the other chick stayed, the one that was specifically always talking to me. So we're sitting there and we're talking, and she goes, So here's the thing. I go, oh, fuck, no, there's a thing, oh, shit. Because in my mind, she's, like, gonna throw out some weird shit, like, you're gonna have to wear a fucking latex suit. And I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. No, it's even better. She goes, you can come back home with me. To which I'm sitting here going, okay, I'm kind of interested. But you have to know I'm married. 
And I go, okay, well, there's red flag number six. She goes, but he's okay with it. And I go, oh, oh, is he now? Okay. She goes, my husband is a biker. He's about 50 something years old. She, she is like 15 or 20 years younger than he is. She said, he's okay with me bringing guys home as long as he can join in. I said, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. She showed me a picture of this man. He has a handlebar mustache that goes down to his belly button, Kenny. He has long, long hair, and he looks like he, you know, is, yeah. I'm sitting here trying to find a way to get away at this point, because the next thing she says is, he likes to cuddle. And I go, I'm hoping you're talking about you. And she goes, no, he likes to cuddle the guys. And I go, uh, nope, I gotta go. I need to go home. I have work in the morning. So I'm trying, me and Corey are trying to leave this bar and she keeps following us. We get outside the bar, blah, blah, blah. She's still trying to convince me to go. And I'm sitting here going, nope, nope, Logan ain't getting cuddled by no big man. Nope, nope. She then proceeds to go into a story about how she stabbed a man for something. And I'm just sitting here like, oh man, this is pertinent information. Eventually, I somehow sidestep her and do like the really fast, cute-paced walk to the truck, get in the truck, and go, Corey, we need to go. For a slight point in time, Kenny, not only was I probably almost stabbed, I was going to be stabbed over not wanting to cuddle with a big biker man. Yeah, I I, I dealt with a lot of bikers, dude. You know, sorry. You're, you're lucky you're still alive for sure. I can't believe you made it out of the bar then. They didn't even like put a uh, Mickey in or something in your drink. I, I do want to give credit to Corey. Corey he, was kissing the mother-in-law and yeah. Corey was kissing the mother-in-law, but, but Corey distracted the other girl long enough for me to get around her and into gotcha, the truck. Gotcha. gotcha. That, that was a key moment in our escape. So that really helped you out and that helped him out to get back on the good side because... He put you in the position. Yeah, I got you. I love Corey, but you're way cuter than he is. So. And speaking of cute things. <gasps> okay, what what is it next? Kenny, would you care to explain to us what is the Coonagator? Oh, the Coonagator. So, though, when he do down there, Louisiana, they go to there or there, Coonagator. And he come over sometime day in the night too, and you know the water, and you know he kind of come over there to eat the eat the feed in the media chicken too. You know you kind of do your thing there, and uh, well I don't know I kind of go do this and then that. And I I kind of have my Joe Biden moment for a minute, and uh, I just kind of do my you know the Coonagate. He come over there sometimes in the house, and he kind of hide in the wooden too, and. I don't know. He, he, he better be careful down there, you little Anna. We're going to go over about the Coonagator. He's telling you. He better be watching now. Now, is it a confirmed fact that the Coonagator will steal your etouffee and your yes, jambalaya later? Yes, he in a minute. You're going to better lock the door. You better, you know, you don't need anybody by you. You know, everything, you got to do the thing. You can't be dead living alone doing walking into some stupid stuff. You got to get down there and lock your door. And then you eat the food, you know, get the food gone, gone by. And then the Coonagator, he run on and then got all your shit. Who would win in a fight between the Kunigata and the Rougarou? 
Uh, that'd be a tough one We motherfucker down there. You know, we he down there started about right Baton Rouge and shit. You know, we down there in the bayou, down there in New Orleans. You know, so we kind of, you know, the Coonagator. You know, I think the Coonagator kind of got got him because you know he can get on land water too. You can't even drag the rural down the water, man. You don't never know down there in the bayou. You know, because they all kind of thing of going under the water. That would happen there now. Now, you know, you motherfucker down on the You think you know? Come on, come on down here the bayou. Come on, I show you. If the Kunigata had a choice between fish and chicken, what would he choose? He do human being and that Momo definitely. He he personally ain't meant it. But he like chicken too. You know, he like chicken, you know, and he eat the fish you. I mean he eat everything, it don't matter. You know, yeah, it don't matter. He gonna eat everything. You know he gonna many eyes he eat your house, you know, he eat cardboard too. You know, come on, anything. He eat it. He my honey, man. If the Kunigata had to pronounce Tony Sasheries, how would he pronounce it? <laughs> I I have found a trigger in people from Louisiana or people that are like heavily Cajun or Creole. Uh-huh. I found out if you <laughs> mispronounce Tony Sasheries, they flip shit. Really? I went up to somebody and I went, man, I sure would love some Tony Shenagarins right now. Shenagarins. <laughs> and they fucking just, it sent them into a mild state of panic. So to which I... To which I went, have you never heard of Tony Shalaganagans? <laughs> you never heard of it? It's some oh, of the best yeah. spice you could ever put. You put it on <laughs> everything. It's the best thing you could ever do down there in the bottom. You put it on everything. You put it on a leaf. Anything good. Tony Shabanabada. I could put Tony Shenagalagans on <laughs> a tree root. I could put it on a coon ass. And coon- I could sit there and I could eat it all day long. I tell you down there to buy you can't do that. That's for doing that show. <laughs> That's a funny. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, we veered off because I yeah. promised the people we would talk about Cajun shit, and this is us check marking the Cajun shit off. Whether yeah, it I, makes I told you the corner gate of the Logan Danny, I he dead old. You do go over there. You look on him and see what you got. You know, just don't come on my territory over there. You know, cause I live over there by that one creek. But I go into one state park and then they, they, you can't come over there cause that's what I own that state park. You know, so you know. I, I I tell you, I feel you alligator. Did you point at it on a map? Yes, I did. I got a pen on my on my telephone. The, you have a telephone? Yes. Y'all sure are uptown down there in Louisiana. And Mama said, alligators are hungry because <laughs> <laughs> they got all them teeth and, all no them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> so don't come around here. <laughs> you hear me? I wonder if <laughs> Bobby Boucher and the Coonagator have ever met. I, he, probably went down, he probably went down there too, the Coonagator. He was like, hi, Coonagator. I just wanted to tell you. I really wanted to see how many teeth you had. I think I could do your nails there, Mr. Conagator. Because Mama said, my mom's <laughs> I, I got to run from the Conagator. That went off the deep end. But that's the point of this show. Because deep end. we never said that the show had to make any sense. If it made any sense, we wouldn't have a show. You have to remember, Kenny, and I'm sure you do. Because I love to remind myself of this fact. (laughs) We are merely background noise in the lives of some poor individual who chose us to listen to. 
They're probably pooping right now. You know, if you're pooping right now listening to this show, I want you to go and I don't know. We don't have a thumbs up system, and I'm not going to make you go thumbs up us on anything. Yeah, thumbs up would be kind of weird in the bathroom, though, right? So I yeah. Might, they might, you might get more than a thumbs up. You should take a selfie of you on the toilet while listening to the show and then post it on the Beaverhook Productions page, which there you, you can find on Facebook. Yes, most definitely. Check out Beaver Hook Productions on Facebook. Uh, I'd also like to say go ahead and check out Big Dog's Random Show because he puts yes. a lot of work into it. He works hard and he's a great dude and he he works a lot of hours. So I, I you know I see his struggles. You know we all miss him. We we can't wait to be around him. You know so most definitely Big Dog Random Show. And man, wherever he does work, if you can find out wherever this dude work neat. Ha, does work on cars and you need something custom done that's with whatever inside screens and cameras and shit that's the dude you need to talk to for damn sure because that dude knocks it out the park for sure man i mean you can't he's just a i mean you can't help but you know what back in the day there was a what was it uh there was a a show it was where it was huggy bear was the he was on a show that was the guy's name it was a detective show or something, and that's what I always think of him as Huggy Bear because he was that big dude, and he just loved everybody, and that's him. That's our Huggy Bear, man. He he knocks it out the park for sure. Uh, you should also go follow Kenny on TikTok at Campfire with a K, Kenny. Yeah, and if you go follow me on TikTok, you're going to get a lot of Trump stuff, so if you're a liberal and are not on, you know, not into a lot of I mean, I don't have any porn or nothing on my stuff because I would get in trouble. But anyway, uh, love, uh, love the, love the TikTok. It's all, it's pretty much Trump supporters and just good people. Check me out. Stop, Kenny. You're offending them. Whatever oh. shall we do? Yes. There's no telling how many people I offended already today because I didn't wear my mask. But that's another deal. And guess what, Logan? It's getting to that time. So I, I know that you don't want to. You won't have to edit that, but I'm going to pop another top for this moment right here. That moment. The moment is this. We ain't done. Don't try to take our guns. We got this. Y'all stay over there. We'll play over here. That's a good That's a good uh, little thing. Didn't old bitey pants try to pass a bill or something today? About Yeah, he's tried to. Yeah, he keeps trying. They keep trying. But, I mean, the thing is that you can't. You're... It's in the Constitution. See, I, will, I will fuck up and say the wrong thing. I, you're fringing. Whatever you're doing to my my constitutional right, and you're trying to say that the Constitution is not really anything. No, no, no. This is this is why they wrote it, stupid. They wrote the Constitution for a reason. So we, the people, wouldn't be like China or Cuba. Everybody want to go do that? Let's go. Y'all can all go get in motherfucking line. That's for damn sure. I love the fact that none of my firearms are registered. Just, right? Yeah, so it's kind of... I'm a big believer in why the fuck do you need to know I have it. Right. Hey, man, yeah. the military is sworn to protect us from the government. So, I mean, I'm not really... I really never fretted. I'm, a, You know, I, we, we've talked before. I'm a Christian man. I believe that Jesus got got his hand in this, and so I'm not really worried about it. I mean, and I'm not going to mass shame you if you want to wear your mask and you feel threatened or whatever. You do what you do. You do you. That's what I say. You do you. you but you get in my space, then we're going to everything's going to totally change. That's when it changes right then. I mean, because you're now infringing on what I believe. 
So what you believe is more important than what I believe? I don't fucking think so. You come into my space, you want to throw some, you want to spew some shit. I say bring it the fuck on. I'm not scared. I will never back down. Fuck that shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like that one cow in a barnyard when he was singing uh, that one song, and he was like, I won't back down. And then the coyotes came, and he beat the fuck out of them with a guitar, and then he, he ended up dying. But he did he did do his job. <laughs> exactly. And he sang the whole time. So if I could choose any way to go out in a fight, I would want to be like uh, – it needed to be a musical. So basically I'd have to have a four-part four harmony singing with me as I sit there and beat the fuck out of somebody and then somebody else comes and like does a high knee and kicks me in the the, 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 <laughs> the jaw but as they make contact with my jaw they need to hit a high note and <laughs> I'm going out like Bonnie and Clyde you know what I'm saying fuck it I, I like that yeah you know, I'm just you know I mean I'm not gonna no matter what it don't matter you know I've lived 54 years so far it's not nothing to what other everybody else's live but when you see people that are older than us and they get treated like shit, man, you're willing to do whatever. So, I like the idea of high-powered explosives. I do like that, too. I like I like the idea of high-powered explosives hidden in jack-in-a-box. Like the little, the little, boom, boom. And then they blow up like it pops out and it goes, ta-da, boom. It's like a firework at the end. I just realized that this could be considered a terroristic threat. Yeah, make sure you get rid of that, but that's cool. But that was no, fun, though. No, no, we're not getting rid of that. Because, okay, and here's part. why. Facebook <laughs> Facebook flagged a comment that I made to one Stephen James. Now, I went on Facebook. This was back in, like, February, the beginning of February, I believe. I made a. I heard somebody say this, so I put it out as a quote because I absolutely thought it was hilarious. The quote was, bullets are just really fast knives. Now, Stephen James, being Stephen James, because we all know how he does, had to go on that post, which meant absolutely fuck all, and said, I disagree. To which I put a comment that said, I'll shoot you later. Now, immediately, as soon as I hit enter on that comment, not even five seconds later, a message popped up that said, no one can see your comment. It is against our policy guidelines. It is considered violent or terroristic. I laughed my ass off. I screenshotted it, sent it to Stephen, laughed about it, blah, blah, blah. Now, about two months later, I have an alert pop up on Facebook. The alert says, we have found a comment that goes against our community guidelines that might result in your account being banned permanently now hear me out it wasn't saying that it was going to suspend my account like it would normally do for a week or two weeks or a month i think the highest they go up to is 60 days it said that it was going to permanently disable my account because of a bullshit comment that i made two months ago that even the other person laughed about right I am so fucking bad, Kenny, that I immediately would get banned. I wouldn't get a chance to be fucking suspended. Oh, I no. would get thrown the fuck out of Facebook. Yeah. And it's stupid because that's your platform. You know, that that's the thing. I mean, we can't. It's censorship. And they're trying to do that to us. And we can't let them do that to us. 
whatever platform you can get on, if you get kicked off, you go to another one and you keep doing it. No matter what, you just keep. And if you have two followers, they'll follow you. You know, they will. They'll follow you. I mean, I have I, I almost I, I'm at 30. I think I'm at 3800 uh, followers on TikTok. I do have a, I do follow a lot more than that follow me. But that's where I can keep my trolls in and find out who what, what's up. And then and I, I don't do too many videos. It's just it's just trying out something for trying to because I'm trying to do something later in my life, too. You know, I don't want to be sitting there doing auto glass my whole life. You know, I mean, if we can if somehow something gets going, then that's what we do. But I don't censorship is terrible. I mean, it's it's wrong. You should be able to put on whatever you want to put on. And if you don't like it, then click off of it. It's the same thing as the mask. It's the same thing as everything else that's going on. We got through this country all these fucking years. And then all of a sudden, it's going to stop because they didn't like Donald Trump. Because that they didn't like what was happening that that we were actually getting over on them. Because they they were losing their money from all these foreign countries where where they're they're grabbing all the they're getting all the good grabs. You know, they're giving them arms and they're you know, they're helping them out. Espionage and all that other bullshit. And you're going to you're going to attack us, the, the low people. I'm, I don't make that much money every year. You know, I might I might run ninety thousand dollars in a year, but I probably bring home about twenty five thousand at the end of the year. I just I don't got no my, money. I just got my uh, tax appraisal for how much my house is worth and how much I'm going to have to pay. Right. $3,616.57. That's your taxes? That's my taxes on the house. That's fuck. And you only, how much, How much, you don't have very much land either then, do you? Uh, I think I'm on like, I want to say two or three lots. Yeah, so we pay, I have two acres and we have a, you know, a decent house. I mean, I, I say we're, we're we got a, it's about 1,600 and something square feet. Three bedroom, two bathrooms. I mean, it's a you know, it's a comfortable house, and uh, our taxes are like at thirty six hundred, and we live in a. It's gonna fix. It's fixing to skyrocket though because we're in Harris County, so it's not gonna matter anyway. And that's they actually dropped the value of the house itself down, which obviously uh-uh. they dropped it. It it was valued when 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 my dad owned it. It was valued at a hundred and seventeen thousand. Now that I own it, it's valued at a hundred and seven thousand. Right. However, when you go and look at the appraisal, ninety percent of everything that got raised is school related. I don't live anywhere close <laughs> to the school. I don't have a child. I Thank don't you. have anybody in that fucking school. I will gladly pack some poor child a lunch in the morning. I will give him one Dorito. Right, most definitely. Oh, no, most definitely. I will give him one Dorito and a half-drank Capri Sun every morning. I, I mean, look, I'm generous. But when your taxes for the school are over $1,000. Over 1000 yes. It's ridiculous. It's like 1100 just for the school. So we can go back when the lottery was supposed when the lottery whenever they passed the deal. And that's the reason the only reason the Southern Baptists allowed that that to pass was because of they said that so much percentage would go to the schools. And what and then that should lower your taxes. School taxes. No no no. They just raise them because they keep building these Taj Mahals. 
there's more and more kids. So, I mean, all of a sudden, what, what happened to all the money that the lottery got over here way back in the day? That's what they said on the bill. It was when you went to vote. I was a kid, but I remember if I even was old enough to vote or I did vote and didn't even know to vote. You know, nobody told me, hey, man, you need to go vote. My goal, Kenny, is I want to make enough money that I can move out into the middle of nowhere where if the, I see a tax person pull up my driveway, you'll <laughs> never see them pull back out. They'll never leave. I'm, I I, I'm, I'm just you. telling you. That's, I that know. that is my goal. I hate – I it, I'm really the Ron Swanson of Grant Celine. I work for the government, but I hate the government, and I hate their fucking guts because they know they can get away with that shit. Everything. Hey, dude. It's the, I mean, as a small business, I mean, it's, 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 it's killed me. I mean, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter. So I couldn't, didn't have insurance. They charged me money. I could have made money, but no, then I had taxes. So because I had so much taxes, you know, it, so was $3,000. Say I've got to pay $3,000. Well, guess what? Just because Campfire Kenny owns a motherfucking business doesn't mean that Campfire Kenny is rich. You know, exactly. I got to pay all this other shit and I don't have nothing. Garrett fucking teed. And I have to take all my cash and all my pennies and every fucking thing to go do the things that we do because that's what we the fuck do. That's what we do. We don't play around like that. We do whatever we got to do. If I want to go do a, a event somewhere, I know I know how I'm going to get my money. God's going to bless me. I'm going to get it. I'm going to put it up. I'm going to pay my bills and I'm going to go on. But I'm, I don't have no money in the bank. It's week to week. I'm not rich. And then they want to tax me more. I mean, thank God you don't smoke. The, the only thing I had to do is go buy uh, gas. So gas is, you know, it sucks. But and then, you know, my my product is at a decent price, but you just can't get it because they keep switching it back and forth. Trump took a tariff away from China. So I, there was no glass coming in from China unless they paid a big, a, a large amount of money to get their product here. So in the glass business, there's a lot of glass that comes from Chinese that from Chinese from China, I'm sorry. So that's where it comes from. So they just, I mean, the, the prices skyrocketed then when, then you couldn't get it. And then now it's the same thing. It's man. Now they want to charge more because they're trying to put pad money in their pockets. Cause they, they, they made it higher for everybody else to pay. And man, dude, this is, and then, then everybody else cut you. So it ain't no fucking, I'm definitely don't have no privilege. That's for sure. And I just kind of, I mean, what do you, I mean, I don't trust the government. I'm, you know, I don't, I don't I think believe in nothing. The moral of the story is tax assessors are right up there with car dealers. Right. Um, and to be honest, if they just, you know, happen to disappear on my future property, don't come looking for them because exactly. you, you might go missing too. I mean, I'm not saying that they're disappearing on purpose, but it's a lot of, a lot of land. Right. If they don't know where I'm at, they don't ever find me. They have to hand me that envelope, and I'm not going to take it. Or envelope. Some people say envelope, envelope. I say cantaloupe. Or uh, cantaloupe sounds antelope. good. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a show in a little bit. I went. I went on a diet, which basically my diets when I do them consist of just completely not eating more than a thousand calories a day, and then like quitting, only drinking water. I lasted about a week before I got pissed off and started eating again. So the diet's over. Thank you for all of my supporters. Uh, Trident Gum was my largest supporter. Ben and Jerry's, you were a close second. McDonald's, you were always there for me. Uh, word up, brother. And um, Raising Canes, 
I, I just want to I want to thank you for uh, always being there and blessing me with your uh, sauce. Let's just say I am an emotional eater. So if I feel emotion, I I want to eat. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I, so I'm to get you right here right on this one because I'm gonna make you very emotional. So you sit here and you say all this stuff about all this whole time about how uh, we should research this or research that. You already knew that she was gonna kill you. You knew it was already gonna make you fat. You still ate oh, yeah. it. Yeah. So you're a hypocrite of your own self. So I just am. remember, just remember, you know. I was like 200 pounds, and then all of a sudden, one day, I, I, I just started eating berries by a tree. And then after I was sick for weeks, I, 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 lost, I, I lost a lot of weight. So now that I'm down to 115 pounds, you can understand why it's a great time. Do it. So if you don't understand, saying- you've never been out here. You know what? I, I, right now, I just need to. I, I, I'll be back, or I'll just disappear. I got. I gotta go. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do at this point in time. Logan, it's your turn. Well, <laughs> I want to thank everybody for sitting through what I believe to be the most rambleful episode of Logan versus Kenny. If you made it this far, you really are a trooper, or you've been pooping for a really, really long time. Remember to send in those toilet selfies on the Beaver Hook Productions page on Facebook. Uh, also go check out the three minutes podcast. Uh, if you would like to have your own episode of the three minutes podcast, go ahead, send me a message, leave a comment on the Facebook group. Uh, just send it in. There are basic rules for it. I'll send you the list. All you got to do is follow those, uh, follow campfire Kenny with SK on TikTok. Go check out big dogs, random show. Make sure you also check out the uh, Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio. You better say that shit. I was waiting. Lauren works really, really hard on that yes, show. And the Falk Monster, Keith Crabtree. Uh, also, Night Terrors, a show that I edit for Lauren, which... Uh, yes, which I, is from I, Beaver Productions. Remember that. Well, I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'll edit all your videos. Just hook me up at uh, Beaver Hook Productions, and I'll sit there, and I'll work with you on it, but... Yes, and he was like, if you are a Bigfoot swinger, you may get a great deal. You might. You might actually get a great deal. Um, Night Terrors is a show that I edit for Lauren. She puts it out. Y'all just aren't lucky enough to see everything that is actually in those videos that I have to edit out. It is absolutely a joy every time because I never know what's going to happen. That's awesome. I'm glad you're getting to do your deal, though. Remember... That's Beaver Hook Productions. Look him up. Uh, also, go check out the Squatch Dogs page and the Cryptic Connection page, oh, which definitely. I was talking. We, Me and the Cryptic Connection crew went out this weekend, and we were talking about getting that show started back up sometime soon. So be looking forward to something along those lines. And other than that, I'm out of stuff to wrap uh, Yeah, and I got a couple of things. Uh, don't forget that... Uh, you know, if, if you're going to register for the Texas Bigfoot Conference in Jefferson, Texas, make sure you do that. And uh, uh, I just got a couple of seconds to say that just everybody, please remember Tanya. Put her in your prayers and put your hand on her. And, you know, just think of that wonderful angel that she is because she is such a wonderful angel. She's still here, man. So uh, prayers are strong. We can get it out there, get it done. You know, she's a loving man. Come on. 
that's doing. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to cry because I want to, but I won't. Back to you, Logie. You can finish it, and I love you. That's it. That's it. This is Next the most time. professional ending I've ever done to a show, guys. Yeah, we just love you all. Thanks. Bye. Bye.